Okay, good evening and welcome to the June 7th, 2023 meeting of the San Francisco Board of Appeals. President Rick Swig will be the presiding officer tonight and he is joined by Vice President Jose Lopez, Commissioner Alex Lemberg, Commissioner John Trezvina, and Commissioner J.R. Epler. Also present is Deputy City Attorney Jen Hoover who will pro provide the board with any needed legal advice. At the controls is the board's legal assistant, Alec Longway, and I'm Julie Rosenberg, the board's executive director. We will also be joined by representatives from the city departments that will be presenting before the board this evening. Tina Tam, the deputy zoning administrator representing the planning department, and Matthew Green, chief building inspector with DBI. <coughs> now the board requests that you turn off or silence all phones or other electronic devices so they will not disturb the proceedings. No eating or drinking in the hearing room. The rules of presentation are as follows. Appellants, permit holders, and department respondents each are given seven minutes to present their case and three minutes for a rebuttal. People affiliated with these parties must include their comments within these seven or three minute periods. Members of the public who are not affiliated with the parties have up to three minutes each to address the board and no rebuttal. Time may be limited to two minutes if the agenda is long or if there are a large number of speakers. <coughs> for cases that have previously been heard, the parties are given three minutes each with no rebuttal. Mr. Longway, our legal assistant, will give you a verbal warning 30 seconds before your time is up. Four votes are required to grant an appeal or to modify a permit or determination. If you have questions about requesting a rehearing, the board rules or hearing schedules, please email board staff at boardofappeals at sfgov.org. Now public access and participation are of paramount importance to the board. SFGovTV is broadcasting and streaming this hearing live and we will have the ability to receive public comment for each item on today's agenda. SFGovTV is also providing closed captioning for this meeting. To watch the hearing on TV, go to SFGov TV cable channel 78. Please note that it will be rebroadcast on Fridays at 4 p.m. on channel 26. A link to the live stream is found on the homepage of our website at sfgov.org forward slash BOA. Now public comment can be provided in three ways. One, in person. Two, via Zoom. Go to our website, click on the hearing date, and then click on the Zoom link. Three, by telephone, call 1-669-900-6833 and enter webinar ID 856-3273-6739. And again, SFGovTV is broadcasting and streaming the phone number and access instructions across the bottom of the screen if you're watching the live stream or broadcast. To block your phone number when calling in, first dial star 67, then the phone number. Listen for the public comment portion for your item to be called and dial star 9, which is the equivalent of raising your hand so that we know you want to speak you'll be brought into the hearing when it is your turn. You may have to dial star six to unmute yourself. You will have three minutes depending on the length of the agenda and the volume of speakers. Our legal assistant will provide you with a verbal warning 30 seconds before your time is up. Please note that there is a delay between the live proceedings and what is broadcast and live streamed on TV and the internet. Therefore, it's very important that people calling in reduce or turn off the volume on their TVs or computers, otherwise there is interference with the meeting. If any of the participants or attendees on Zoom need a disability accommodation or technical assistance, you can make a request in the chat function to Alec Longway, the board's legal assistant, or send an email to boardofappeals at sfgov.org. Now the chat function cannot be used to provide public comment or opinions. Please note that we'll, we will take public comment first from those members of the public who are physically present in the hearing room. Now we will swear in or affirm all those who intend to testify. Please note that any member of the public may speak without taking an oath pursuant to their rights under the Sunshine Ordinance. If you intend to testify at any of tonight's proceedings and wish to have the board give your testimony evidentiary weight, raise your right hand and say, I do, after you've been sworn in or affirmed. Do you swear or affirm that the testimony you're about to give will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? <coughs> Thank you. 
If you are a participant and you're not speaking, please put your Zoom speaker on mute. So commissioners, we do have one housekeeping item right before the hearing started, uh, the parties for item 6A through 6D, uh, I'm sorry, the parties for item five, appeal number 23-018, this is at 485 Day Street, would like this item continued to June 21st. So we would need a motion and a vote to continue that. Oops, commissioners, um, any motion? I move to continue the matter to June 21st. Thank you. Okay, is there any public co comment on this motion? Please raise your hand. Uh, Ms. Guerra, I, I see you're here for 1863 Pine right now. We're continuing uh, item five, appeal number 23-018. So we're just taking public comment on that item. Okay, I don't see any public comment. So on that motion, Vice President Lopez? Aye. Commissioner Lemberg? Aye. Commissioner Epler? Aye. President Swig? Aye. Okay, that motion carries five to zero and the matter is continued to June 21st. Uh, we are now moving on to item number one, which is general public comment. This is an opportunity for anyone who'd like to speak on a matter within the board's jurisdiction, but that is not on tonight's calendar. Is there any member of the public who wishes to speak on an item that is not on tonight's calendar? <clears throat> I see one hand raised, the phone number ending in 5936. Please go ahead. You may need to go ahead, please. Eileen Boken, Sunset Parkside Education and Action Committee, also known as SPEAK. Repeating my comments made at the Capital Planning Committee on May 22nd and at the Planning Commission on May 25th. The housing element and RENA cycle number six will di dictate housing for the next eight years. But does the housing element accurately account for the differences between the west side and the east side of the city? Most of the PDR sites, especially large sites, are on the east side. The west side has very few PDR sites and all are small sites. Does the planning department believe that the housing element will change this? Some of the east side neighborhoods have a high percentage of singles, while the west side is mostly families. Does the planning department believe that the housing element would create a massive demographic shift of singles from the east side to the west side? Uh, the return on investment for developers is less on the west side than on the east side. Does the planning department believe that the housing element would change market dynamics? The west side is in the fog belt. Does the planning department believe that the housing element would change weather patterns? End quote. New subject. For the redistricting process, Speak submitted its own maps and did not support redistricting maps submitted by any citywide organization including uh, the one that Speak is a member of. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Is there any other general public comment? Please raise your hand. Okay, I don't see any, so we're gonna move on to item number two. Commissioner, comments and questions? Commissioners, comments, questions? Seeing none, let's move on. Okay, so we'll move on to item number three, the adoption of the minutes. Commissioners, before you for discussion and possible adoption are the minutes of the May 31st, 2023 meeting. Commissioners who have a motion to accept or comments on the, the minutes, please. Uh, I move to adopt the minutes from our May, May 31st meeting. Thank you. Okay, is there any public comment on that motion to adopt the minutes? Okay, I don't see any. So on that motion, Vice President Lopez? Aye. Commissioner Trisvina? Aye. Commissioner Epler? Aye. President Swig? Yes, aye. Okay, that motion carries five to zero and the minutes are adopted. We are now moving on to item number four. 
This is appeal number 23-004, Jim Reed versus Department of Planning, uh, Department of Building Inspection, Planning Department Approval, subject property 3420 to 3424 16th Street. Appealing the issuance on January 25th, 2023 to Jay Davidson of an alteration permit, existing three unit building, modify lower unit at 3424 16th Street, Remove window at rear yard bay and replace with the door to allow access to the rear yard. Modify alcove at rear to provide a laundry area at lower level and infill door at lower unit at kitchen area with one hour wall. This is permit number 2023-01230604. Note on March 1st, 2023, upon motion by Commissioner Lemberg, the board voted 4-1. President Swig dissented to continue this matter to April 12th, 2023 so that the parties can attempt to come to an agreement with the participation of DBI on an alternative solution. On April 12, 2023, upon motion by Commissioner Lemberg, the board voted 4 to 0 to 1, Vice President Lopez absent, to continue this matter to June 7, 2023, so that one, the permit holder can submit plans that accurately reflect existing conditions of the property, and two, the parties can attempt to come to an agreement with the participation of DBI on an alternative solution. So as a preliminary matter, Vice President Lopez, did you have the opportunity to watch the video and review the materials for the hearing which took place on April 12th? Uh, yes, I did, I'm ready to proceed. Okay, wonderful. So for this case, we'll hear from the departments first. Now, did DBI or the planning department wanna go first? Okay. You have three minutes. Um, good evening, President Swade, Commissioners. Matthew Green representing the Department of Building Inspection tonight. Uh, so, so the plans that have been submitted uh, by the architect, Suhil Shatira, uh, have a, come up with a simple solution with, uh, after consulting with Kevin Birmingham. They're just going to move the wall that um, encloses the washer dryer about six inches, and that should allow the door to close. And if, if both parties are happy with the solution, I think it is a good solution. I'm willing to recommend adopting these plans. Would you like to see the uh, solution on the overhead? Yes, please. Moving this wall back about six inches, and that will allow the that will allow the washer dryer to reset and not block the exit. And it will allow the, the the washer dryer to be enclosed by that without sticking out and causing a um, an impedance towards the fire exit. Correct. That that would solve the issue, right? That was the main issue. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Any okay. questions? Thank you, Thank no you. questions. Thank you. We will now hear from the planning department, anything? Okay, we will now hear from uh, Jay Davidson, the permit holder. Good evening, commissioners. Uh, we appreciate that Kevin Birmingham made a site visit to the area involved on um, the 26th of April. And his presence there was extremely helpful in being able to identify a solution that we all agreed to. Wonderful, we have a question from President Swig. First of all, um, thank you for being a really good landlord <clears throat> because you didn't have to do this because um, we had a legally compliant solution and that's why I voted against 
um, in the first place. And now we have a compliance solution due to a landlord who was flexible, who listened, and, um, and, and cared enough to do, do that. Are you comfortable? I have to end it with a question because that's uh, protocol. Are you comfortable with the solution? Yes. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. We will now hear from the appellant, Jim Reed. I don't see him here. Uh, is he on Zoom? He's not on Zoom either, so President Swig, we can either try to call him or have, just confirm with the other parties that they've spoken to him. Maybe we should just try to give him a quick call. Did we give him a, a quick call, so we tried. He's changed his phone number recently, so if you're going to give him a call, I just want to make sure you have the right number. Do you mind, not on the record, but just going over to Alec and if you can write okay. it down or if you don't mind. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's your understanding that he's in agreement with the adoption of the revised plans? Yes, uh, he, he said he was in agreement when uh, Kevin Birmingham was there. However, since Friday, when we sent him the plans, we told him that he had the option to um, rescind his appeal, and he said he would do that, but he hasn't. So that calls that into question. Thank you. This is Alec Long with the Board of Appeals. Uh, you, had, you had a hearing today, and they're adopting the plan set. Did you, did you agree with that plan set? OK. You want to say that in the record? Uh, the uh, the plans are acceptable to me. Uh, uh, I guess that's it. I looked them over, and they seem to be what the inspector who came by uh, suggested. And I talked with him, and we brainstormed stuff, and I understood completely what he recommended. And it looks like it's reviewed in the plans. And my thought is that we could build the wall, since it's not a bearing wall, it could be uh, three-quarter inch plywood with 5A sheetrock, and that would save three more inches. But you're in agreement, correct? Yes. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, thank you. Is there any public comment on this item? Please raise your hand. I don't see any public comment, so commissioners, this matter submitted. Commissioners, do I have a, a motion, Commissioner Lemberg? 
before I make a motion, I just wanted to say uh, thank you to the parties. I, I, I was the, the primary advocate of, uh, of, of continuing this and uh, so that the parties could come to some sort of agreement. And uh, it seems that that is exactly what happened. So I, I, I appreciate uh, especially the landlord uh, trusting in the process and, and, and working with DBI and with, with your tenants to come to the solution. Uh, and with that, I would uh, move to, a, I have to, we have to grant the appeal, or I'm sorry, be, I'll let Commissioner Trasvenia well, go first. Well, Commissioner Trasvenia wants to speak, but okay. you would be moving to grant the appeal um, and upholding <clears throat> on the permit on the condition to be revised to require the adoption of the revised plans, which I believe are dated May 1st, if you can confirm, please, Inspector Ring. May 1st is what it says. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So we'll hear from Commissioner Chesvino. Uh, thank you. I just want to underscore and, and uh, join uh, uh, Commissioner Lemberg and President Swig's <coughs> comments appreciating uh, the work of the parties to, and, 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 of the, and of the departments to bring this to, to a what appears to be a very a, a, a visual level of cooperation and communication among all the parties, which I think is critically important for all of the work uh, that comes before the Board of Appeals. So I want to thank everyone for uh, helping uh, us be able to take up, the, take up the motion and ideally pass it unanimously. Thank you. Okay. Th thank you. And Commissioner Lemberg, what is the basis for your motion? Uh, the basis for the motion is that uh, new plans were submitted that uh, reflect the desires of the parties. Okay, thank you. So we have a motion from Commissioner Lemberg to grant the appeal and issue the permit on the condition that it be revised to require the adoption of the revised plans dated May 1st, 2023, uh, on the basis that these new plans address the agreement of the parties. On that motion, Vice President Lopez? Aye. Uh, Commissioner Trasvina? Aye. Commissioner Epler? Aye. President Swig? Aye. So that motion carries five to zero and the plans are adopted and I'll reach out. Um, we do have a rehearing period that we get through and then the, when the written decision is issued, you could submit revised plans. I'll send you some information on that process. Thank you very much. <clears throat> okay, so we are now moving on to item number 6A, 6B, 6C, and 6D. These are appeal numbers 22-072, 73, 74, and 75 at 1863 Pine Street. And uh, we've previously read the description for these appeals for the record. And as a preliminary matter, a few minutes before the hearing started, the parties said they wanted to continue this item. However, the departments would like to weigh in on the appeals. So I don't know if you want to make a request for a continuance, the reasons why, and then the departments can respond. You would have three minutes each. Okay. Good evening, Commissioners. Ryan Patterson of Patterson and O'Neill on behalf of the appellants. Uh, thank you for your time tonight. I know this has been continued a number of times. Uh, the parties have been working in earnest to try to reach a deal on these numerous appeals, um, and we have, I think, gotten there. We have a written agreement pending the architect's completion of plans. Um, they were expected to be done by 5 o'clock, and 
it's 520, so maybe they needed a little extra time. Uh, but we would like to review the plans before actually signing, if possible. Um, and I, I want to thank board staff for all of their help in uh, getting to this point. I think it does take a lot of work, but generally leads to a much better outcome uh, to have an agreement than not to. Even if we win the appeal, I think it's a better outcome between neighbors. Um, happy to answer any questions about where we are with this, how we got here, um, but I think we're done. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. I don't see any questions, so uh, we will now hear from, okay, President Swig, you have a question? <clears throat> I'm, I'm very pleased that, you, that um, you haven't burdened us with a lot of, you know, uh, fighting between neighbors, and I love the fact that the neighbors are talking and being constructive. Um, I, I hope as a result of your findings, and I hope the findings work out well, that this sets a precedent for what, is, uh, what happens when there's a common wall um, between two apartments to help all of the citizens of San Francisco who may have this circumstance. Uh, so I'm that's why I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to a resolution to make your your clients happy and uh, the other side happy. And, but I'm also looking forward to a very constructive resolution which can benefit the future uh, and set a precedent so others won't have to go where you have been forced to go. So thank you. Mr. Patterson, you didn't state for the record which date you wanted. And Chief Inspector Green is not available on June 21st, so it would should be July 12th would be the next hearing after that. Thank you. I, so the formal continuance request came from the permit holder, and I think they want this to be as soon as possible, the next available. Uh, my clients are also not available June 21, uh, so whatever works for the board is appreciated. How's our, how's our schedule on July 12th? Well, let's hear from the, the DBI. We have time in, in July. We have... Um, Twelfth or twenty-six. The twelfth. Busy. Mm -hmm. The twelfth is busy, but if they've come to an agreement, we don't have to spend a lot of time. Okay. Twelve, July twelfth or twenty-six. Okay, and and if it's for the purpose of coming to an agreement, we can also uh, schedule them first, so they don't have to. Right. Of course. Of course. So we will now hear from the perm the attorney for the permit holder, Ms. Guerra. You have three minutes to make your request for a continuance. Thank you so much, President Swig, members of the Board of Appeals. Thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to address you. As Mr. Patterson indicated, we have reached an agreement between the parties with respect to the party wall and resolution of the appeals. We're in the process of finalizing everything. And so, as I indicated in my email to Ms. Rosenberg right before the hearing, we were requesting your consideration for an appeal for a hearing, a continuance to the hearing to the next available meeting. We're fine with July 12th as the opportunity to present this item. The parties have worked together in diligence and with an effort to try to make sure that any resolution here is also consistent with the 311 process that my client is undertaking with planning in an effort to resolve the concerns that DBI and planning had raised previously. So we're looking forward to having this all resolved and uh, appreciate your consideration of this matter is hopefully being finalized on July 12th. 
Thank you so much. And if you have any questions, please feel free to, to ask. Thank you. President Swick has a question. Yes, so, so it's simply not to show bias to one party or the other. I want to also compliment you and thank you for being diligent and working hard to reach and to collaborate and reach uh, a final resolution on this. It's, it's very, very helpful, and I know that it will benefit you both in the long run. So thank you very much. Thank you. We will now hear from the planning department. Good evening, President Swig, Vice President Lopez, and members of the board. I'm Tina Tam, Deputy Zoning Administrator. With all due respect, the Planning Department is not in support of yet another continuance for this item. As you're aware, this item has been continued to know Dustin seven times already. Throughout all of these continuance, the city um, has been waiting patiently and is prepared to present to the board with their information and recommendation. While we fully encourage and support all parties working together, communicating, and resolving issues and concerns outside of the appeal process, in the case of 1863 Pine Street, we believe there is information that the board needs to know about in considering, in considering this appeal, which will help the department in moving this project forward. At this time, the department recommends that you deny the request for continuance and allow the hearing to move forward tonight. Okay, thank you. We will now hear from DBI. Um, good, good evening again. Matthew Green, representing the Department of Building Inspection. Um, I share uh, Ms. Tam's frustration with the number of continuances here. Um, I, I asked to speak here because just to let you know the department is going to recommend revoking this permit because the party walls were not labeled uh, correctly in the initial permit. I informed the uh, permit holder of this back in November and I believe that was the original for, reason for the original continuance. Um, but I understand the board's desire to get come up with a um, solution that's uh, happy, uh, uh, pleases everyone. So I would just like you to know that we were going to recommend revocation of this permit tonight. And if you do continue it, I would hope that the plans be submitted to us uh, well beforehand and that this party wall situation is addressed clearly on the plans. Thank you. Thank you. We have a question from President Swig, then Commissioner Trisvina. Thank you, Mr. Green. Thank you, Ms. Tam, uh, for your opinions on this. Um, first, a direct question, Mr. Green. Mr. Green, uh, if these uh, uh, should should this information be heard by uh, council and also the the permit holder and the appellant, um, so that you are very clear on your position that the the plans that are going to be presented to us on in July, on uh, July 12th. Um, they better be complete is probably your message here. It doesn't matter whether both sides agree. If the permit, if the plans are wrong and you can't accept the plans, then your recommendation is that um, this permit is going to get revoked anyway. Is that the direct message to uh, both parties? Well, I, I would say if they're not clear, I will recommend uh, revoking the permit. Okay. Your I decision, think that's of a really good message. Thank you very much. Um, secondly, to Ms. Tam, uh, and Mr. Green jointly. Normally, when we come across situations like this, uh, and it's it's because and and somebody wants it 
postponed to a later date. Um, one party is suffering, if there's a dis, uh, dissenting party, um, it's generally under the guise or the claim of manifest injustice. Um, and I, I, and, and that's what causes us to have a discussion amongst ourselves because we don't want to present a manifest injustice to the permit holder or the appellant. Um, in this case, uh, I, I think I take the position that I'd like your patience to be extended. I know it's trying. It's just one of the, the many speed bumps that you go along the road, and I don't see that manifest is, I don't see the manifest injustice to the planning department or to DBI, and it would be my position that um, we, we wouldn't accept your request because I would accept it as a speed bump along the road as you have many speed bumps along the road, and we do on about a weekly basis. So I would ask your, for me, I'd like to ask your patience on I, that. I presumed you would. We just wanted to put yeah, our position I, I, up there. I, I just want to be clear, nothing, you know, nothing personal, but that's, take a deep breath, add a, add a couple weeks to it, and you'll be fine. Okay. Thank you. Okay, thank you. So now we need, um, so I guess they're, they're making a request to continue this item. You can either entertain that request and what well, we, we, we should. We have a motion to, um, uh, to move this item to July 12th. I should make the motion. No, oops, sorry, I didn't put my mic um, Does anybody have a, um, a motion to move this forward to July 12th? If not, I'll do so. Yes. So moved. So moved. Okay. Uh, is there any public comment on Vice President Lopez's motion to continue this item, these items, to July 12th? Please raise your hand. Okay. I don't see any hands raised. No public comment. So on that motion, Commissioner Trezvina. Oh, excuse me. Can we just clarify the purpose of the continuance so that the parties are clear? Right, to to allow the parties to continue to confer. Okay, and come up with a set of plans, accurate plans that address the concerns of the appellant or uh, Inspector Green? The, the appellant and the uh, and, departments. Right, okay. Okay, so on, the, on, on that motion, Commissioner Trezvina? Aye. Commissioner Lumberg? Aye. Commissioner Epler? Aye. President Swig? Aye. So that motion carries five to zero, and these items are continued to July 12th. Thank you. So we are now <clears throat> moving on to item number seven. This is a special item, discussion and possible action. On April 26, 2023, the Board of Appeals heard appeal number 23-008, an appeal by Friends of the Mission Greenway of a building permit issued to 17th and Peralta LLC to replace a fence at 957 Treat Avenue, popularly known as Parcel 36. The BOA granted the appeal unanimously with the support of both the Planning Department and the Department of Building Inspection because 17th and Peralta LLC was not the owner of record for 957 Treat Avenue. Parcel 36 has no apparent owner of record and multiple parties seek to utilize the space, including both parties to the appeal. The commissioners will consider a draft letter to be sent on behalf of the BOA to Mayor Breed, Supervisor Ronan, President Peskin, and relevant city departments requesting that they intervene in the dispute between the public and property owners adjacent to Parcel 36 and to take a proactive role in resolving the ambiguous ownership status of Parcel 36. So I believe Supervisor Ronan was going to be giving a presentation. Hello, welcome. 
right, Hello. Well, um, uh, before, can we yes? have commissioner comment and preamble before? Before, that, yeah, absolutely. Please. If you could be seated, please. We have a few comments. Thank you. Not, Thank you. not preempting you, just uh, order of things. <laughs> um, first of all, for the for those who weren't around, for the public who's look, listening today, and just as a as a refresher, we had an item which was related to talking about uh, the permit issuance for a gate. Um, that permit was denied because it was uh, issued improperly. That's what we were talking about. Uh, and we resolve that issue. In the context of resolving that issue, uh, we heard from well, about 50 people uh, from in the public that there was a lot of disturbance around uh, this unresolved land use issue, which is out of the Board of Appeals uh, jurisdiction and something that we cannot uh, touch. Um, and so, um, but this Board of Appeals is very concerned with serving the public. This Board of Appeals does not like to keep the public hanging. Uh, this Board of Appeals likes to direct the public uh, towards resolution of their issues because we feel that we serve the public in providing them those services to get their issues resolved uh, that, that we can't um, be due to our jurisdiction. Um, thus, um, it was uh, discussed and resolved that w that we would come up with a, a letter. Uh, Commissioner Lemberg was uh, kind enough to volunteer to craft that letter. That letter has been circulated amongst the various board members and has been revised to uh, all, all everybody's mutual satisfaction. And that's where we stand. And I'm going to let Commissioner Lemberg uh, talk about that letter. But the uh, but I wanted, I wanted to underscore the, the importance of this in that um, uh, it was our intent on this board, as it is always our intent on this board, to serve the public, to satisfy the needs of the public, to point the public in the right direction to satisfy always their needs. Because, you know, we understand that this is new territory to many in the public. We do this because we're commissioners and we kind of get educated. Uh, the public, uh, quite often, they're newbies, so they don't, they don't get it. Uh, there's one, uh, before Commissioner Lemberg moves forward, there is one question that I would li like to ask of the city attorney. Uh, there was a lot of uh, uh, bumbling about uh, two words called eminent domain, because isn't it easy just to eminent domain the thing and when we can choose to do what we can do? Can you give us the, the, the landmines around eminent domain, please? And uh, so... Um, we don't talk. We we can't talk about that anymore. Give us the ground rules or or protocols around the use. Uh, any discussion of that? Uh, Not a legal opinion. Just the. Oh my. President Swig, I'm, I'm actually not in a position to give you a roadmap to eminent domain. It's really outside of my expertise and and my role as lawyer to the Board of Appeals. Um, in terms of eminent domain, the, the city department that would be responsible for that would be the Department of Real Estate. Um, and you have addressed the letter to Andrico Pernick, who is the director of that department. But I'm, I'm not in a position to give an opinion on that issue Thank tonight. you. That's, a, that's exactly a perfect answer, and that's what we wanted. Information, information, information. Um, and now I'll pass it to Commissioner Lemberg so he can present um, uh, the letter uh, formally. 
Thank you, President Swig. Um, I was, uh, I volunteered to draft this letter on behalf of the board uh, with full support from my fellow commissioners. Um, I, uh, by way of, uh, of, of personal admission, my drafting of it was delayed by a few weeks due to a family crisis I was dealing with. Um, which is why it took several weeks after the April 26th hearing to actually draft this letter. Um, and the scope of the letter was very, very narrow, and that was presenting what we as a board uh, heard at the April 26th hearing when we had, uh, when we had this, uh, this, this major hearing in which we had about 50 people in public comment. Um, I frankly didn't expect this to be controversial in any way, um, but uh, I'll go through what my letter was. Um, I, uh, there are a few suggestions I've received from Commissioner Trezvina via email uh, and a couple of other little knit edits that I've uh, determined myself that I will suggest before, uh, before we actually approve it. Uh, they're fairly minor edits, but... Um, Essentially, we I first wrote a a summary of the uh, of the appeal uh, and of a, a very brief background of the uh, of the parcel and what the uh, appeal before us was on April 26th, the uh, relationship between uh, with Monkey Brains and the parcel and the fact that it's not owned by anyone. Um, I noted that the appeal again was very narrow in scope. It was whether a gate uh, a permit for a gate. Uh, from Monkey Brains, an adjacent property owner was proper. Uh, we, as a board, uh, decided unanimously, as Ms. Rosenberg said, uh, to uh, that it was not properly granted. Uh, and again, with the support of uh, of both planning and the Department of Building Inspection. Um, in regards to the ask. Uh, what we heard as a board uh, over dozens and dozens of public comment uh, from m members of the public at large uh, was that uh, they had felt that Supervisor Ronan's office uh, had been too hands off. That was words from, from the public, not from me. Um, and uh, essentially, you know, there, this, this is a unique legal situation. There aren't a lot of parcels in major cities in the United States that don't have any owner of record. It's a very unusual situation uh, that's led to some very unusual things going on and uh, a lot of hostility and a lot of crisis, frankly. Um, and we felt that it was our prerogative as a board to urge the parties involved uh, to, or, or I'm sorry, urge the city departments uh, who we felt should be involved uh, to do this. Um, and uh, we addressed this letter to several different city departments, um, to the mayor, to Supervisor Ronan and President Peskin as president of the board, as well as the directors of the Department of Building Inspection, uh, the director of Recreation and Parks Department, the uh, director of the Real Estate Division of the General Services Agency, and the assessor recorder, each of whom has a, uh, a separate role in, uh, in each of these, uh, in, in some area related to parcel 36. Um, 
I will note, I, during the April 26th hearing, I, I personally mentioned that eminent domain uh, may be appropriate here. That was my personal opinion and not an opinion of the board and not something that is being recommended in this letter. Uh, that was something that I said during the hearing. Um, our goal and my goal in writing this letter was to um, was to help this issue get toward resolution and a series of Mission Local articles and an article in the Chronicle uh, in recent weeks have uh, pretty clearly shown an a, a increased hostility levels between the parties uh, to this appeal that have nothing to do with this appeal, but um, it's definitely something that we are aware of, but also not something that was really in the scope of what this letter was intended to do, which was address what was brought to the board on April 26th. Um, with all those things said, I wanna pull up uh, Commissioner Trezvina's email from earlier um, that I have to find again, I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, uh, the edits. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay, the edits are. Um, how do I do this? Um, okay, in the paragraph that begins with, it was clear to the BOA on the second page, um, right before the italicized portion, um, or the sentence prior to that, uh, I would like to amend the language to, instead we believe that Supervisor Ronan's office, the mayor's office, or both should intervene and mediate, not past tense, but present tense, uh, and the rest of the sentence would remain the same. Uh, and in, uh, let's see. Sorry, I'm not finding this. Oh, the, the final sentence in, uh, okay, the, the paragraph that says, first, the conflict between monkey brains and the appellant, the last sentence in that I would like to edit to, uh, the BOA did not have the opportunity to hear from Supervisor Ronan's office at the April 26th hearing uh, or after the April 26th hearing So the, uh, regarding this matter. So the commissioners do not have a complete record of what transpired. Um, the other edit I found was uh, the very top of page three, the first line, uh, adding an S at the end of Recreation and Parks Department, uh, which I did in the heading but not in the body. Um, those are my, my three edits I'd like to submit, but I'm definitely uh, looking forward to what, hearing what my fellow commissioners have to say as well. Uh, Mr. Trisvina, do you have any comments? And then I'll, I'll ask the remaining two uh, commissioners before we hear from Supervisor Ronan's uh, representative 
for their comments as well so we have a, a clear understanding of what the, the letter fully states. Okay? That okay. works for you? Commissioner Trusvina? Yes, thank, thank you, uh, Pre President Swig, and I want to commend and thank uh, my colleague, Commissioner Lemberg, for taking the initiative to try to encapsulate not only the views of the board, uh, but also the views of the public. And as I look at this matter, it's entitled Friends of the Mission Greenway versus DBI. It is not BOA versus Supervisor Ronan. And unfortunately, it has turned into that, potentially, uh, and, and I do not think that serves um, the members, the, the parties, the concerned stakeholders, uh, or, 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 or the deliberations uh, that everyone has put a lot of time into. I, I, as, as I review um, parts of the supervisor's letter, I think it's important to recall how we got to this point, and I'll just be very brief. Uh, and, and, and I want to get into the, the, the edits that uh, I had suggested. Uh, Commissioner Lemberg has reviewed some, some of them, taken some of them, not taken others. Two, uh, two uh, uh, and I think this is probably an area where one of the areas where the all parties seem to agree about the frustration with uh, the city of trying to get, get this matter resolved. Uh, one, one of the parties, uh, Elizabeth Creeley, uh, says, we would normally work with our district supervisor and had numerous meetings with her and her then aide, Amy Beinart. I believe this was in 2018 and 2019. They were fruitful. Ms. Beinart left, and to date, we have not found the same reception to our assertion that the neighborhood needs a pedestrian throughway, not a commercial parking lot. Also testifying, another, member, another representative of one of the parties, um, well, finishing off what Ms. Creeley said was, in short, we have worked with her office, and it was dependent on her aid. Lana, Lara Hanna testified, for years the supervisor told us we have to wait for delinquent taxes to accumulate and then we as a city have the authority to go to the next step of auctioning off the land. No agency wants to touch the issue to go out of their way to resolve it. So we have a history to this matter. We, don't have, we do not have a, re a resolution. I believe it was our goal is to try to make sure that all the, all the potential parts of the city that could work on this were brought to the table for the constituents. And it's not all that surprising that since the time of this matter came before us, it's, it's escalated. So that is the purpose of, of the letter. I would say, though, that <coughs> um, with regard to the um, suggested amendment that Commissioner Lundberg uh, accepted, I also wanted to delete from the letter the sentence that said that several members of the public expressed that they felt that Supervisor Ronan's office had been too hands-off with this situation. Uh, I don't know whether members of the public can really fully assess what an elected official is doing, what their staff is doing. I, I defer more to the, to, to the parties to tell us what has gone on in this history. I don't think members of the public, while their, value, their views are important, I'm not sure whether they can evaluate uh, that and the following sentence says we didn't have the opportunity to hear from Supervisor Ronan's office seems to cancel out any 
judgment we can make, and I don't believe we were making any judgment as to the activities of her office. So uh, when it comes time to amending the letter, I would suggest dropping both of those sentences, and I agree and appreciate uh, Supervisor uh, Commissioner Lemberg uh, making the change as to uh, asking the uh, mayor's office, Supervisor Ronan's office, and others to get involved at this point. I'm pleased to say that there has been some activity in progress since the time of our hearing, uh, and uh, really that was, a, that was the main purpose, in my view, of the letter, is to get, the, get city bodies acting on this. It's a frustrating issue for everybody involved, uh, and, and we'd like to see a positive resolution. Thank you, Commissioner Trisina. Before I turn to Commissioner Epler, uh, you referenced a letter from uh, Supervisor Ronan. Uh, not everybody may have seen it. We've seen it, obviously, because we had to review it uh, for this hearing. Uh, but there was a response letter from Supervisor Ronan, and that's what you're referring to. I just wanted to recognize that it was a formal letter, and it exists, and I'm sure that her representative tonight will um, uh, uh, explain it in the same way that um, Commissioner Lemberg uh, went through our letter. To, for the public. Uh, Commissioner Epler, sorry for the interruption. No, no, thank you, and I appreciate that. Um, I, I, I support the comments that have been made um, by my fellow commissioners regarding the nature of the appeal that we, we heard in April and the rationale behind the letter uh, that is currently being uh, discussed. Uh, one very, very technical nit on the letter. Um, it is Technically, uh, when the word department is used, the recreation and park department singular, it's one of those weird, you know, archaic uh, things, but, but it is what it is. Um, but that aside, I want to thank uh, Commissioner Lindbergh for taking up the pen on this um, because it is not necessarily an easy letter to write and our process is not an easy process to navigate because in the regular world, that letter would circulate amongst us and we would privately discuss and we would present forward a complete work and not a draft to the public. But because of the nature of the Brown Act and our position, that draft, as well written as it may be, has to be presented to the public before we can go back and work on it as a committee. And so... This process of refining the letter is natural and normal, given the way that we are, and I am thankful that Commissioner Lumberg gave us the base from which that we are working today. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Commissioner Lopez. Uh, thank you, President Swig. Uh, thank you, I want to echo uh, the words of appreciation that have been said for Commissioner Lumberg for holding the pen. Uh, it's not an easy task. It's an odd process uh, to have to edit, uh, you know, in, in, in group mode in public. And so uh, just wanted to, to thank you for, for those efforts and also wish you and your family the best uh, with the situation that, that you referenced. So good luck with that. Um, I guess my, my comments are, are very much in line with with some of the edits that uh, Commissioner Chesvina shared. I think the, the way that I think about a letter like this is, you know, let's say we're, we're the dentist, right? And somebody comes in with a dental problem. And in the course of that appointment, they say, but I've got this thing on my back, can you take a look at that? And what this letter is, is essentially a referral to the doctor who might be able to help or to other specialists they may, who may be able to help because it's outside of our 
scope of expertise. It's outside of our, of our jurisdiction. And so to that end, I think, you know, we just have to remember that we're all on the same team within the city and that at the end of the day, to echo uh, President Suig's comments, we just want to help the public. We want to help the parties who appeared uh, before us to complain of, of the pain that they were experiencing. And so I think, you know, with that in mind, if this is a simple referral, um, which, which in all honesty, I think we can all agree, I mean, it, it is addressed, you know, first and foremost to uh, the mayor as, as the first addressee, the other departments that Commissioner Lemberg, uh, you know, uh, uh, named. But I do think that, you know, the, the public statements about uh, the response that they were ex expecting or responses that they were dissatisfied by, I'm not sure that we have to include that substance in the letter, particularly when we didn't have uh, the benefit of, of you know, other uh, parties in the city to uh, repute, refute, give context about, or just give us background, you know, about, you know, what's gone on before. I think we've gotten some of that background now, thankfully, uh, from the district supervisor, but that's only one of the parties. I think there was a, you know, there was, there were comments and frustration expressed about different parts of the city, right? The, the different parts of the city uh, government and administrative, administrative bodies. And so, to my mind, you know, the, I would agree with the sentences that Commissioner Trezina uh, addressed. I would also want to uh, remove the reference to potential shortcomings in the district supervi supervisor's response. And then another one that this might be my own thing, but the, the first sentence of the fifth paragraph, which says it was clear to the BOA that the both parties of this appeal have legitimate concerns that may be appropriate for civil court, but also the litigation is not the best option available. I'm not so sure about that last part, actually. I'm not sure that, 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 that in intervention and in mediation, you know, the, the, now we have the benefit of, of the supervisor's letter. Supervisor's essentially saying like, hey, we've tried to intervene and mediate and, and that hasn't resolved the issue. And so I, I guess I would want to soften that a bit or maybe eliminate that altogether because it may be that a court of law is the best place to resolve the, the, the underlying issues here. Um, so that's, that's just one to, to chew on, but that's generally the, the, the gist of uh, what I'd like to see is just to kind of narrow, um, you know, some of the, some of the language about, uh, you know, the, the, the public comments. I mean, the public says all kinds of things in, in, in the hearings before us. And uh, like Commissioner Trezvina said, uh, they don't always have the, 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 the benefit of having the full background and the full context of what's going on behind the scenes, whether in a supervisor's office and in the, the, the city departments and agencies who respond to these matters. Um, and so I'd like to kind of narrow the focus of, of, particularly in the fourth paragraph, uh, to just leave it as a, as a simple referral. Uh, Commissioner Lemberg, before you um, move forward, I, I would like to request that 
bef before you respond to uh, the commissioners that we, um, with any comments on changes to the letter, that we save that for, for after we hear from uh, Supervisor Ronan's um, representative. If there's anything else you have to say that, that so that we can wordsmith this after we hear from Supervisor Ronan's um, representative, if that's okay. I, I was just going to respond to what yeah, they were saying. Yeah, I, I, I okay. just was going to ask so you, so. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. Go ahead. That's that's what I was going to do, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this will give you a breather to think about all the, the great advice you just got. So, um, so we can okay, hear from you're ready to hear from representative uh, and yes. then public comment. Yes. Welcome. Uh, thank you. Have you seven minutes, go. and I'm sure your time will be extended if there are questions. Thank five you. Five minutes, thank you. correct? Oh, I'm sorry, five minutes, thank correct. You. Um, good evening, Commissioners. Uh, President Swig, um, you know, thank you for giving us the opportunity to come and speak with you this evening. Um, I have to say that I did want to start this comment off in a different way, um, but I do appreciate the comments that were made here just now. Um, about um, realizing and expressing that there was a lack of um, understanding of what our office has done. Um, but I do, I would be very remiss to say that um, if I did not say that we are very disappointed that um, this letter has been scheduled in this body. It is far beyond the jurisdiction of this board um, to um, opine on to what a supervisor has or has not done. Um, I will leave it at that. Um, but I just, I, I really hope that in the future, um, if there is a question, you know, we're downstairs, two floors. Um, there's four staff here. You get, um, you know, Super, Supervisor Rowan is very uh, amenable to speak with any one of you. So I ask that in the future, um, if there is any question about this or any other matter, um, that you please reach out first. Um, and the other thing that I want to mention is that, um, you know, as you stated, you did not have the benefit of a long history with a lot of the folks that came to public comment. And um, what happened was that this board allowed itself to be weaponized by these advocates. Um, I have had many, many, many conversations with probably all of the people that came to public comment over the course of two years. Supervisor Ronan worked on this project when she was a legislative aide under David Campos. Um, as was mentioned, Amy Bynart worked on this project as well. There are currently six city attorneys who are working on this project. This is a complete mess, right? So what I want to do today is actually just lay it all out of what is happening and what's going on, just so you understand. Because I guarantee you that the Friends of the Greenway are going to appeal every single thing that Monkey Brains plans to do. If they try to change a light bulb, they will be there to complain. So I just want to lay it all out and answer any questions that um, you may have. So I will begin at the beginning. In 1906, the John Carter Company granted Parcel C to the Pacific Railroad Company with a reversionary right. This is a very common deed where once the uh, property was failed or ceased to be used as rail, it would revert back to its grantee. The problem here is that the John Carter Company, John Center Company, went defunct in 1936. The rail line didn't go defunct until 1994. So we have 60-year gap with no ownership. 
that there was, for some reason, the deed did not revert back to the John uh, Center Company nor their heirs and was lost. That is for one of the parcels. Parcel B has uh, right now 15 different listed owners. Some of the trusts that, are part, that have partial ownership no longer exists. We do have contact with one of the um, listed owners, um, a 97-year-old woman who lives in Sonoma County. Her name is Elizabeth Krim of the Krim family. The Krim family was the family that granted the land directly across the street at Parque Niños Unidos to the city to build the park. They were a large landowning family in the 1800s that were cattle ranchers in San Francisco. Their family now only holds 13% of that uh, parcel. And the rest are unknown. Some, don't, some no longer exist. Um, the smallest parcel, the Ware family, are unknown to us. We have no contact with them and not been able to reach them. So um, I will just let you know what else we've done. So, in, um, I believe it was about 2010, uh, when Super, um, Tree Rubenstein, one of the advocates with the Greenway, approached Supervisor Ronin with the idea to farm this land. Everybody was in agreement. Nothing would please probably all San Franciscans more than to add more green space to our city. Unfortunately, we hit a roadblock. 30 seconds. As I just described, we do not know who, who is the owner. We have asked the city attorney to look deeper and to f try to find the heirs to make a, uh, an offer or to even find the person to come and tell us what to do with their land. The city does not intervene in private land disputes. That is inappropriate and illegal. This is privately owned land. The issue here is that the Greenway advocates have been told this fact many, many, many times. Many they have refused time. to acknowledge the definition of the words that were spoken. And they came here and spoke to you as if there was a mystery, as okay. if there was that's, nothing. That's thank time. you. We thank do you. have a question thank from President Swick. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I'd like to uh, thank you. I'd like to thank Supervisor Ronan. Um, when, w when there were statements made, me was the statement maker to go see your district supervisor and, and let that office do their jobs. That's, the, that's your job, unfortunately. Uh, to serve the public, and and it wasn't intended at you personally, Supervisor Rosen, and personally, if it would have been, uh, I'll pick one, Supervisor Pe Peskin, Supervisor Preston, Supervisor... Uh, uh, Jan. <laughs> any, anyone. We are indiscriminate. We would have, I, I would have said exactly the same thing. Go see your supervisor, because that's the protocol. All right, so uh, it, uh, we, we recognize that you serve the public. We serve the public pretty good, too. Uh, we work re really hard, too, and that's why we're here, because uh, we're dedicated. And you're dedicated, too, and we appreciate that dedication. And so it wasn't directed at anybody personally. It wasn't directed at your office. It could have been anyone. You're just, you're just the, the lucky member that, 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 that got the direction. So if the, any offense was taken, uh, we didn't mean it, okay? Uh, thank you. Uh, second of all, uh, thank you for this information. It's, it's very important. Now, I said earlier that majority of the people, um, and, and we have to take things face value, we don't have the history that you, you all do, right? When somebody steps to that podium, we have to make the assumption of the lowest common denominator, except if it's a lawyer who we know uh, he's going right now, uh, Mr. Patterson. We see him regularly. We know him, 
all right? Mm -hmm. We know his background. We know he's a professional hired gun, and he's good at it, all right? Uh, but, but for the most part, uh, most of the citizens who step to that podium, um, they're really scared. It's our first time at the rodeo. Uh, they don't understand the rules, and it's, it's our job to make them feel comfortable, served, and recognized. And so we have to make the assumption that nobody knows anything if they are a member of the public, because lowest common denominator, not, nothing personal to them. Uh, they're smart people. And, and so when, when somebody comes to that, that podium, we have to go to the lowest common denominator and make the assumption that we have to give them context, we have to give them information, we have to give them direction in the best way that we can serve them. So when we say something like, go see your district supervisor, it's because that is the protocol. Or, and also, we understand that the district supervisor is the concierge. You know, uh, mm. you, you're the concierge. And, and you're going to tell them, well, listen, we'd love to be able to handle that, but in the case of private land disputes, we don't do that. And the people who can give you a better opinion of that is the Department of Real Estate. So would you like a name for the Department of Real Estate? We'll give you that. That's service. And that's what we are the intent of uh, our, our action and our service to the public was all about. We wanted to direct them. Now, um, there, the unfortunate part is that, that your office, and this is not a criticism, your office had two bites of the apple, and, and we, don't, we don't do outreach. And in fact, if your office called me, I couldn't talk to you about a case, mm -hmm. because the protocol of this commission is that we can't talk, I, if a mayor called me, and I'm mayoral appointee, if, if London called me and says, Rick, I, I need to talk to you about that, I'm sorry, London, it's, it's something we're gonna, if you wanna show up the hearing, show up the hearing. So we can't necessarily outreach to you, you certainly can't outreach to us, but what you can do is you can show up. And um, uh, again, this is not a criticism, but I would ask, ask, ask a request. If you see something like this coming up again, help us, show up. And, and, and request time, request public comment, or get on the agenda as a, a department that needs to provide commentary. Because especially the second buy of the apple, there was one buy of the apple, we all didn't know what was coming. The second buy of the apple, that would be the second part of this hearing, we all knew it was coming, and you probably did too. Mm -hmm. And we sure could have used your, your, your help a little bit. So the intent is really serving the public and understand we have to assume that everybody who is not a recognized professional that walks up to that podium, we have to assume that we're, we're starting a jump street. There's, they have no information, they have no context, and that's why I'm so clear about creating context. You've, you've heard examples of that tonight. So once again, I, I uh, uh, res respect you guys tremendously, your service, your dedication. We know from our lumps on our body from, you know, being here, it's pretty tough out there. Mm -hmm. So we respect that. And please don't take this as a, you know, as an offensive against uh, your office or in any way, shape or form. We're just trying to help the public. So, and, sure. and, uh, thank you. and send our appreciation to Supervisor Ronan for her service, please. Sure, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, if I just, if you would like, I can also discuss uh, the eminent domain process, if uh, if you would like, um, for clarity. It, it, it is it is not something that we, we're done with this case. Great. Uh, it was a case about a gate, and that's we right. ruled on that, and so that's something that's going to be in a legal, uh, that's going to be a legal discussion. 
our, our counsel uh, has indicated that she doesn't even have the jurisdiction to talk about that. So I'd, sure. I'd request, it's probably real interesting and I'd love to hear about it privately. Okay, thank very you well. very much. Thank you so much. And I didn't get your name at the beginning. If you yeah, could fill out a speaker yeah. card, that would be helpful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for your time. Okay, we are now moving on to public comment. Is there anyone in the room who would like to provide public comment on this item? Members, of the, I, I hogged that just now. Any other co questions or comments for the gentleman? Okay. okay, thank you very much. Is there anyone in the room who would like to, if you want to provide public comment, please approach the microphone. And after you're done speaking, if you could fill out a speaker card and give it to Mr. Longway, the legal assistant. Thank you. So you can just go up to the microphone and, and give us your public comment. And you have three minutes. Thank you. Um, Executive Director uh, Rosenberg, Commissioners of the Board of Appeals. Um, my name is Heather Lubeck. I was here before. And Mission Kids is a nonprofit. I'm co-director of Mission Kids Preschool. Uh, Mission Kids is a nonprofit, city-funded early child care facility that has been serving low and moderate income families in the Mission District for almost 20 years. Over 75% of our 80 enrolled families receive tuition subsidies and the majority of children attend for free. Mission Kids owns and operates out of property developed with significant city funding that borders parcel 36. Uh, Mission Kids agrees with public comments already submitted indicating that D9 Supervisor Office has been responsive to the concerns raised regarding the ongoing intimidation of our school community by the Mission Greenway members, including multiple visits by D9 staff to the site and facilitated coordination with the San Francisco Police Department. Further, we believe that while the Board of Appeals intent is good and we appreciate your effort to find a resolution, we do not support the Board of Appeals letter in the current draft form for the same reasons stated in the public comments submitted by Monkey Brains. Further, we support the same factual corrections and updates offered in those comments. Mission Kids shares grave concerns about Mission Greenway member tactics that have included physical and verbal intimidation of our staff and of our families, as well as vandalism and violence in close proximity to our children's play space. While Mission Kids absolutely supports the creation of green space as stated in our pre previously submitted statement, we respectfully request that the Board of Appeals and city agencies do not further embolden and legitimize the illegal actions of this group as it presents a serious safety concern for the children, families, and staff at the school. We'd also like to add and clarify that both the school and Monkey Brains have legal rights to use Parcel 36, but the Gorilla Group has no such rights. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Is there anyone else in, inside the room who would like to provide public comment? Please, you can line up over there. Thanks. Please go ahead. Good evening, commissioners. My name is Anna Herrera. I'm another legislative aid and supervisor at Ronan's office. Um, I do wish we had had the courtesy to complete a presentation to you without the limited time in any other com commissioner body were, were granted that. But um, given that my colleague couldn't finish his statement, I just wanted to express Given the letter from the supervisor, our office being here, I hope you, you can now see that we have been engaging in this process, which is what you're asking us to do. I just wonder what the need for the letter being formally submitted now is. Now that we're here and discussing it, happy to continue discussing it, happy to have another item, we're gonna continue engaging with, with all the folks just as Mission Kids was just here, 
we're talking to the Mission Greenway folks. We just had a meeting with them again on Monday um, and with Monkey Brains. So I just, I just wonder what the purpose of moving forward with the letter is. And that's what I'm asking. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, next speaker, please. You can come up and approach. You have three minutes. Overhead, please. I don't know if you can read that. Um, hi, my name's Kelly Menendez. I'm an artist, small business owner, a mom, and I'm married to Alex Menendez, co-owner of Monkey Brains. I've lived in San Francisco since 95 in the Mission District since 2007. Mon Monkey Brains is a small business providing internet to the community. Um, the day they received the keys to the building, Mission Greenway declared war. Uh, Mission Local reached out and Mission Greenway began to push a narrative of Monkey Brains, a tech corporation, moved into the mission and creating a private parking lot, which is not true. They would like to use the building as traditionally used and not contain full ownership of the parcel with collaboration. Mission Greenway also turned down an offer of collaboration to continue their garden with Monkey Brains providing money and even water resources. Um, since receiving the keys, Alex and Rudy have been consistently met at the building by a small group of Mission Greenway agitators, videotaping them while saying slanderous comments, things like, you're not Latin, your name is not Alejandro, this is what the mafia looks like, overlaid with a photo of Alex. They're a bunch of entitled neighbor-hating psychopaths, um, show, and that's part of that, um, including a BOA position uh, that may or may not be supported. They have gone after current customers saying, do not use monkey brains for service. Additionally, these individuals have threatened to burn it all down with kerosene, have videoed inside the building, have flown drones in the face of roofers that were replacing a roof which was permitted, um, have numerous unwarranted DBI complaints and literally punched Rudy in the face, an incident that the San Francisco Chronicle reported on with video. Keep in mind, Monkey Brains has been looking for a warehouse for years. At the end of last year, the place they currently rent in Soma flooded, and they were quite excited when they found a home for their company. Also, Monkey Brains has still not moved into the Heinzer building at this time. The situation has reached a point where I fear for the safety of my family, Monkey Brains employees, and other owners adjacent to the parcel. A little knowledge of Monkey Brains history from my side. When I met Alex and Rudy in 2007, Monkey Brains had zero employees. Alex and Rudy shared a small office and even then gave, up for, gave free dial-up services to low-income families. Since then, um, Rudy moved to San Francisco with his three children and wife to further invest here in San Francisco. Combined, we've sent four children to public schools and our families live in the Mission and Bernal neighborhoods. 30 seconds. Monkey Brains has since grown to 60 employees. Their employees are 42% minority and people of color. Um, I hope this understands who we are, what we're trying to do, and how we're trying to com compromise and support the community. I move to strike this letter as it doesn't properly recognize who Mission Greenway is. Has repeatedly They've re repeatedly demonstrated illegal acts, and this doesn't... Um, this letter employs the city to negotiate between um, two people and rewards their behavior. Thank you. Thanks for their time. If you fill Thank out a speaker card. Thank you. Thank you. Is there any other person in the room who wants to provide public comment? Okay, so we're going to move to Zoom. You have one. Or, yes, okay. Is there anyone else who wants to provide public comment after this lady? If so, please move forward. Okay, please go ahead. 
You can approach the microphone. You have three minutes. Thanks. Good evening, Board of Commissioners. My name is Julia Mata. I'm an attorney with the law firm of Barg Coffin, Lewis and Trapp. I represent Monkey Brains. Um, thank you for your interest in, in attempting to resolve this ongoing dispute, but there are some things in the letter that I want to call attention to that are factually just inaccurate. First, I think as the uh, District 9 office made clear, it is not within their legal power or any city agency's power to dictate the current or the future use of this parcel because the parcel is private property. It is not public property. There is no such thing as private property that does not have a legal owner of record. The letter suggests that there is no owner of record and that is simply not true of any private property. So I do think though that um, I agree that this dispute has highlighted some shortcomings in city government and some things that aren't working correctly. And one of those is that the assessor's office has undertaken great efforts to determine the legal owners of parcel 36 and has in fact done so. And it seems that they are not sharing that information with other city agencies such as DBI. More, most recently, uh, the DBI's chief inspector was quoted saying, you know, if there had been a, uh, uh, Noted a violation of permitting requirements on the fence as there has been very recently by Mission Greenway that altered the fence and created a door within the existing parcel 36B fence abutting uh, the 22nd Street Avenue. Who would we send the notice of violation to? Well, in fact, the assessor's office knows who you would send the, that, uh, that notice to. And I think the board will be hearing tonight from the attorney that represents the owners of parcel 36B. So there, this is private property. It is owned uh, by owners of record who, who are and can be, who are very capable of pursuing their rights. So um, the, the second thing is that the, the police need more guidance on how to handle parcel 36 in light of recent violence that has broken out against my client and other people. They, they feel, my understanding is they feel disempowered. They don't know how to handle this. And without rehashing the issues on the fence appeal, um, it seems that the city is on its way to um, forcing public access without any resources to assist. So uh, finally, I want to just point out that the letter seems to imply that the Mission Greenway and Monkey Brains are on equal footing with respect to their legal rights to this parcel, and that's just simply not correct. It has been very well documented that, that Monkey Brains' predecessors, the Heinzers, openly use parcel 36 in the same manner that monkey brains would like to use parcel 36 and in the same manner that uh, is being obstructed now by Mission Greenway. And um, the law recognizes prescriptive easements and you don't have to get judicial action to perfect those rights. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Is there anyone else in the room who would like to provide public comment? Is there anyone else after him? If so, to keep it moving along, can you move forward? Okay. Check. Please go ahead. You have three minutes. Hi, I'm Chris McGee, a uh, longtime uh, friend of uh, both Alex and Rudy. We went to college together. Um, just to continue uh, some of what Kelly had talked about in terms of uh, providing some more color around uh, the uh, community membership uh, focused ethos of Monkey Brains, if you will. Uh, I would like to point out that they have been a sponsor of Pride for over a decade. 
recently sponsored Carnival and continually support and donate to various community groups. They plan to continue this collaboration with the community leaders in the area. They're also, uh, as Kelly mentioned before, uh, had uh, offered to collaborate with Mission Greenway on the green space area and uh, try to reach some kind of compromise in that lot, parcel 36. The other thing I wanted to highlight is that uh, Alex and Rudy uh, have, as far as I know, they're the only people who do this, uh, have uh, continued to hire uh, ex-felons in, uh, in an attempt to give them a second lease on life uh, at, at Monkey Brains, which I, I think is something very respectful, and I don't hear about a lot of people doing that. So uh, I take offense at the characterization of Monkey Brains as a tech bro, uh, douchey kind of affair. They're literally the paragon of a successful San Francisco small business that has reached success from literally zero. And uh, that concludes my comments. Thank you. Okay, thank you. We will now move to public comment on Zoom. The phone number ending is 0246. Please go ahead, you have three minutes. You need to unmute yourself. Press star six, please. Go ahead. Hello. Uh, I am Jay Martin. I'm one of the friends of the Mission Greenway. I live two blocks from Parcel. The letter is an entirely appropriate statement. I thank Commissioner Lemberg for writing it, and I ask the board to approve it. Eminent domain is worth mentioning in the letter. I understand that eminent domain is only a way to go somewhere, and we need to decide where we're going, such as towards public park. But that is the conversation we should be having as a public discussion. What direction will we go with this land? And eminent domain is the most likely vehicle. Supervisor Ronan writes about trying to find the property owner 10 years ago. That was worth trying. Now it feels like a cover story. Someone saying we have to find the owner may really be trying to find an excuse. The supervisor writes that the city can't use eminent domain because we can't find an owner. There is a very simple way out. The city can give public notice for a sufficient period. Uh, the owners of Monkey Brains write without apology about constructing a low concrete barrier on parcel. It's a foot above the ground, 17 feet long, reinforced concrete. Their thinking is that the construction was legal because it didn't require a building permit. The construction was illegal because they don't own the property. They also write without apology about an altercation on the parcel. I was there and an apology is owed by the owners of Monkey Brains for their actions, their aggression that evening. But the details of two weeks ago or next month are beside the point. The letter is about a problem that began 40 years ago when the railroad left. The letter fairly states where we are now. Uh, send it, please. Okay, thank you. We will now hear from John Wadsworth, please go ahead. You need to unmute yourself. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, we can. You have three yeah, minutes. Hi, this, this is John Wadsworth. Thank you so much. I want to uh, thank the members of the board, uh, especially President Swig, for your uh, proactivity. And uh, I love the spirit of community building. And Commissioner Lemberg for, for drafting this letter. Um, so I live at 907 Street. Um, I uh, own my house and property here, so I'm right in the middle of this uh, every day. <laughs> and I've been here for uh, almost nine years. I've been here in San Francisco for over 30 years. 
Um, I'm not allied with any side in this, really. Uh, but I've had lots of conversations with plenty of folks. And um, I, I just want to say I respect uh, all the parties involved. And I hope the, the heat uh, is lowered on all this uh, quickly so we can get around to trying to resolve the situation. Um, I also want to mention I'm a lawyer, and I don't mention that as a threat, <laughs> but rather uh, because I, I, you know, I have skills that I'd like to bring to the table if, if you know, if it helps. Um, we obviously need some kind of process uh, to resolve the situation. Before I address that, though, there's one point I wanted to make or ask about, which I haven't heard anything about, which is, has there been any testing, environmental testing, of the of the soil uh, on this property, and the reason I ask about it is because it was a railroad right of way. Uh, railway of uh, railroads tend to uh, trains tend to throw off a lot of heavy metals and and oil, so I, I just wonder about that, um, and it may um, impact the cost of what's going to happen on this property. Not to mention potentially, not, and not to be, you know, um, dramatic, but the safety of the children who are playing right next door to it. So that's a question I have. Um, and, you know, I'll follow up on that if we can get a dialogue going. And, and to that end, um, you know, there are a couple thoughts I've had on this. One is that, there, that we establish a, a citizen advisory committee of some sort, um, which brings together different players to... Um, discuss the issues around the parcel. It may be overkill, but it is overseen by the city. I actually sat on the Citizen Advisory Committee for the development of Mission Bay. Um, so I thought it was a great experience and a great process. So that's a thought I had, but I also recognize the significant legal issues. Um, yeah, just one, one moment. Um, the legal issues really might sort of obviate that. But the other thought I've had is, can we hammer out some kind of agreement to at least uh, maintain status quo for the land while these issues are sorted out? And that's something I would be more than happy to get involved with. So again, local landowner, uh, neighbor, and interested party. And I, I love the, all the comments. I want to reach out to a couple of folks here. Thank you for your time. Okay, thank, thank you. you. We will now hear from Laura Campbell. Please go ahead. Hi, thank you. Laura Campbell, I represent, um, as an attorney, individuals who, together with their family, own what's known as 36B, the letter B signifying one-third of what we've all been collectively addressing as Parcel 36. Um, you heard from Supervisor Ronan's office earlier that there are many owners of Parcel B. It sounds like they've been in touch with one. I represent several of them collectively working in concert. Uh, and, and this is the same uh, family that donated a neighboring parcel to the city to be a park. Um, and so I'd want to start by apologizing that I haven't been able to submit a more full written statement here. I, I actually only received informal notice of this agenda item via counsel for Monkey Brains earlier. Um, and I kind of think that lack of notice is, is sort of indicative of the trouble we're all having navigating this because, you know, it's really evolved from being about a, a permit that didn't impact my client to a letter addressing the entirety of the parcel and addressing my client's ownership rights. Uh, so I really appreciate that the intent of the board was to keep this letter really narrow and just kind of explanatory, here's what happened. Uh, but ultimately, this letter is asking municipal agencies to intervene. And, and so if you're asking for intervention from these authorities, it's purporting to impact my client's ownership rights. And, and again, my clients have been recognized as owners by the assessor's office. Uh, so coming in late, you know, I gather that the board's hearing there's a problem, they're trying to solve it, 
And I really love that they're trying to creatively propose solutions for it and work a way to do that. Um, but I do just, as an advocate for my clients, need to object to the letter, at least on jurisdictional grounds. Uh, you know, if there's an ownership dispute, then that's what it is, an ownership dispute. Um, I, I really liked the dentist metaphor earlier. You know, someone comes to the dentist with a back problem, and as public servants, the board is trying to get them to the right place. Uh, but I would posit that this letter is a referral to the eye doctor for a back problem here. Um, humbly, ownership disputes should be adjudicated through the court system. And I say that not because I want this to escalate to the court system, but because it's proper and, and courts have their own mediation sessions, mandatory settlement conferences, that they're fully equipped to handle ownership disputes. Um, so, you know, again, to conclude, sincerely appreciate the board looking for creative solutions. It's great to see you wanting to address the public and not just pass the buck. Um, but, you know, for creative solutions, they exist in proper venues for so, uh, solving these types of disputes, too. I'm in contact with proper representatives of neighboring parcels. We're working this out. Uh, and so, you know, as the owners, my clients are alarmed by this letter and, uh, you know, they would they would posit that it's, it's missing some critical information and it's something that we haven't really been able to address. And we're kind of confused as to how to be addressing it before this particular board. 30 seconds. Uh, all right. Um, and, you know, I guess maybe just since I have a little bit more time, probably because I talked at the speed of lightning, appreciate your patience. I'll just say that there have been representations kind of in this file and speaking that implying that ownership isn't known. Uh, and there is ownership. It's in my clients. The assessor's office has records identifying my clients as the owners. So, you know, again, as the owners, we would just humbly request that the letter be not submitted. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Is there any further public comment? Please raise your hand. I don't see any further public comment. So, commissioners, this matter is submitted. Okay. Um, before we, uh, I want Commissioner Lumberg to take over and, and complete the letter uh, or not as you see fit and with collaboration from the other members. Um, I want to make one statement and it's a, uh, first of all, uh, this letter is going not to Commissioner Ronan, uh, sorry, to Supervisor Ronan's office. It is going to the mayor of San Francisco and includes Supervisor Ronan's office, it includes uh, uh, Supervisor Peskin, so it's not directed uh, solely, completely, and targeted at Supervisor Ronan's office. Just for clarification, it also, I believe, includes the the uh, Department of the uh, Real Estate. It also includes a couple other departments, and I think the Assessor too. Um, and um, so, just uh, I just. I want to make that clear. I think it answers one of the questions that was brought up in public comment. And uh, furthermore, uh, we did it, guys. Um, I'm going to compliment us um, because in our hearing, nobody knew who the owner was. Hey, we found him, her, her. Um, we also discovered, and this is the whole purpose of why we're doing it, and this is what I want to make clear to the public. Um, we had some challenges in a hearing. Some of these things were out of our jurisdiction. Some of these, again, face value, lowest common denominator, not, and not predisposing any speaker that goes to that podium. Uh, that they know their way around the city, they know their way around city departments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so our, our goal with this letter, and I hope that we do send this letter because um, it, it shows the public that 
they can be introduced into, into pathways and shown a map to, to find resolution or at least get feedback on finding resolution to their issues, whether it be through a supervisor's office, whether it be through a city department, or whatever. Another thing we discovered, uh, it was brought up that, well, the assessor's department knew it all the time who was the owner. And we had, I don't know how many people said, nobody knows who the owner is. Well, you know, we, it's like going in with a dog if you're a hunter. I'm not, I don't like guns, I don't like hunting. But it's like going in with a dog into the bush looking for that pheasant and, and fleshing out that pheasant so unfortunately the pheasant can get shot. Not my favorite thing, uh, but others like it. Uh, and lo and behold, we find out that the assessor's office, they knew, they knew about it all the time. Boy, it would have been nice if, if assessor's office had a pipeline to DBI. Well, now DBI knows if they face something like this already without even sending the letter. Now we know that D DBI, if they have a problem, maybe they ought to knock on the door of the assessor's office and say, hey, you got any idea on this? Because you work in the city family, you allegedly work as a collaborative group of departments under the mayor, the, the board of supervisors, et cetera. So as far as I'm concerned, wow, we've done a lot by even considering putting out this letter. So now what this letter serves, at, serves as is just a, 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 an official notice that this body is concerned. This body is concerned for the public. This body is concerned with showing the public a map to how to get there to resolve it. And we're, we're not into resolution business, but we're, we're into the, again, we're into the service business. So, and already without even saying the letter, we got, we got pretty far. So I'm really happy so far, and I still recommend that we send the letter if Mr. Uh, sorry, if Commissioner Lemberg can uh, move us forward and, and resolve satisfactory edits for all. Thank you very much for letting me opine. Commissioner Lemberg. Thank you, President Swig. I, um, I, I first want to address a few things I heard in public comment uh, before I go into substantive issues. Uh, and the first one is that uh, Supervisor Bronin did indeed reach out to me personally uh, after the hearing. And uh, as President Swig said earlier, it would not have been appropriate for me to reach out to her uh, in writing this letter. It's not what the, um, not what our protocols are. And uh, I, so I, I did want to acknowledge that. Um, This is substantive, but is I don't exactly know what to do with this, and I, I look forward to hearing discussion on this. Um, one thing that greatly concerned me hearing from the uh, the representative. Uh, oh, and I, sorry, before I say this, my goal was never to criticize anyone, uh, including Supervisor Ronan. I, I do think this was, you know. Uh, based on the response I received was taken personally, and it was not my intention in any way, shape, or form to have this be personal against anyone. This was a, a business item exclusively. Um, back to what I was saying, I, I, I was very concerned in the public comment that Supervisor Ronan's office apparently has taken the official position that, um, that they support one party and not the other, and so I do question the utility of um, having them intervene any further than they have already. Um, I, I do think that all of the remaining addressees still absolutely should be involved. I don't really know what to do about that, I'll be honest. Um, as far as the uh, specific um, 
edits that have been suggested, I am perfectly amenable to what Vice President Lopez and Commissioner Trezvina suggested, which is on page two, omitting the final, the last two sentences of paragraph three and the first two sentences of paragraph four in their entirety. Uh, I'm also uh, amenable to editing uh, the first sentence in paragraph three on page two, uh, revealing potential shortcomings in the city government's response to longstanding issues. I think that's appropriate, and I think that would also address Vice President Lopez's concerns. Um, I hope it does. Uh, the last thing I want to say is uh, we, we've heard, we, we heard from the attorney for the owners of parcel 36B. Uh, if my memory serves me correct, uh, most of the parcel we were talking about, and it's not dividedly evenly into thirds, it was divided significantly not evenly into different chunk sizes of parcel, uh, and that 36A was almost all of it, if my memory serves me correctly. Uh, it's been a couple of months. I apologize if that's not correct, but um, 36A, uh, which we actually did receive a report uh, regarding the ownership of that at the hearing on April 26th, uh, that it was owned by a corporation that hasn't existed since the 1930s. So uh, we, we absolutely did hear that in testimony on April 26th, uh, and I don't think the uh, I, I, the owners of parcels 36 B and C may be relevant to other things, but I don't think it's necessarily relevant to this letter uh, and the scope of it. Uh, so. Uh, with those suggestions, I, I turn it over to my fellow commissioners. Okay. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Lemberg. Commissioner Trosvigna. Uh, thank you, President Swig, and uh, thank you again, Commissioner Lemberg, for your leadership on this letter. I appreciate your taking uh, and uh, accepting the suggested uh, revisions um, that, that, we ha that we have offered. I, I also agree that this letter should, should be sent. It's not, it's, it's not a letter about Supervisor Ronan. It's about a matter that came before us, about property in her district. And I heard the Supervisor Ronan's representative, and it sounds like Supervisor Ronan has a very strong view about, uh, about, the, uh, about the appellants. I think that's fine. That demonstrates some engagement in this. Uh, and, uh, and also from, from the letter, I, I, I hope that in, in an abundance of transparency, the letter from Supervisor Ronan is part of the, is part, is part of the record, uh, references, and I believe Supervisor Ronan's representative alluded to her, her office's, uh, the previous supervisor's involvement for over 10 years. And this issue has not gone away. Uh, it's, very, it's very appropriate for the supervisor's office. It's very appropriate for all of the various uh, departments uh, to be involved in solving this matter. It has only escalated into, into much more physical and dangerous uh, alt uh, interactions since the time of our, of, of our, uh, of the, 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 uh, the permit uh, being dis uh, decided uh, before us. So ra rather than, rather than city agencies saying well, we need to stay away or saying, or rather than, rather than this is a private matter, uh, I, I believe it, it for public safety and, 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 and other reasons, it is important that all of the various signatories on the, on the letter uh, be apprised of our view and our involvement uh, and, 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 take, and take further steps. Uh, finally, I would say that, that supervisors or their staffs contact us all the time. Typically, if they contact me, I say, 
can't talk to you, talk to our executive director, or they come to the meeting. It's not a matter of our having to reach out to supervisors. Supervisors say, this is a matter of importance to our constituents, or this has been a history of, uh, we've been involved with this from neighbor complaints about it, this or matter or that matter, and then they come here before us and they tell us. So it would have been extraordinarily helpful for us to know uh, the, 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 the background and the involvement of the supervisor's office. It would be extraordinarily helpful for us to have been informed uh, that the assessor's office had made determinations or, or had some idea as to who the owners were. Uh, we, hear, we hear an owner come by, come by, by Zoom to testify. That, if, if, that, if that attorney knew that there was a permit on her client's property and that, that permit was being decided, the appeal was, ba was being decided here, and subsequent news coverage about the police incidents on that property, I would think that, that, people, that the people should be here. In any case, I, 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 we're, we're not here uh, to pick sides about who's the better San Franciscan, who's, who's got the upper hand on any of this. All we are here to do, the purpose of this letter, is to make sure that the relevant city agencies in the legislative branch and the executive branch are able to uh, have the benefit of our exposure to this case uh, and, and, and that they work together. Uh, and, and, and I will say that uh, uh, I, I believe we, we should send the letter and I, I support the changes that uh, uh, Commissioner Lumberg has made. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Lopez, please. <clears throat> Uh, thank you, and, and just wanted to echo uh, those words of appreciation uh, from Commissioner uh, Trasvino once again for Commissioner Lemberg's uh, initiative for Commissioner Lemberg's uh, openness and flexibility in this public drafting session uh, to, to input both from ourselves and from uh, the public. Um, I guess uh, one more technical uh, nit I think that's just kind of surfaced with uh, tonight's testimony. I think the reference to the owner of record, uh, maybe we, we would change that to no known owner of record or something that's not known to the BOA um, because it sounds like we're not gonna be in a position to confirm or deny uh, those statements that were made tonight. And then uh, I also wanted to emphasize uh, my continued support for sending out the letter as amended um, you know, we're, we're hearing testimony again. Uh, we're not in a position to confirm or deny that uh, tonight with our police chief, but, but to the, sen the extent that the, the police has any doubt about how to respond to, to calls at this location, if that's, if that's true, then, then I think, you know, and it may be that for all we know, all the, the addressees, uh, given the the, the prominence of, of this item in the news uh, since, since our hearing, it may be that the addressees are all on it. Uh, like we, we now understand that, that uh, the supervisor uh, is on it, but, but I, I still think it makes sense just to eliminate any, any doubt uh, to, to have this publicly you know, on the record that, that we're sending this to the city agencies uh, because when it gets to questions of public safety and public safety officers not knowing how to respond uh, to calls uh, on the parcel, I think it's, it's clear that it's not merely, uh, you know, I said earlier that, that litigation may be 
the best path forward. I still think that, uh, but, but it's not exclusively a private matter uh, for the courts. If, uh, if the parties, for whatever reason, choose not to go to court or uh, delay uh, that decision for several months or years, uh, I think in the, in the intervening immediate and midterm future, uh, it would be uh, good to have uh, this on the radar of the relevant agencies and, and potentially uh, adding some clarity at least for the, for the public safety concerns. So uh, that's all I've got. Thank you, Commissioner. Commissioner Epler, please. Uh, thank you. Um, I, I wholly support the, the comments of my fellow commissioners. And uh, in addition to having this letter be a either spur the city into continuing to assist with those unresolved matters that the city can help with in lieu of or in preparation of a civil matter that's dispositive on the issue, I also want to point out that this letter, um, as we have amended it and refined it, as is the process from its first draft, is completely neutral. This is not a letter saying that one side has better rights or better use or than the other side, or that there's a third or a fourth or a fifth party that should be involved because they're the actual owners of, of the parcel and need to put it to some sort of productive use instead of allowing it to become what is increasingly a public nuisance. Um, so the purpose of this letter is to help assist with the ultimate resolution of the parcel, the ultimate use of the parcel to determine what the appropriate uses are and to have that put resolution on what we had the foresight at the time to anticipate and which unfortunately very quickly became an even more um, contentious issue than it was when it first came before us. Thank you. And Commissioner Lemberg? Uh, just one further edit. I realized uh, one of the edits I made uh, made another sentence obsolete, which is uh, in the fourth paragraph where it starts with, it is clear to the BOA, um, before the italicized portion, um, basically I've... Uh, Sorry, we've agreed to eliminate both of the first sentence, the, the first two sentences of that paragraph, and therefore the italicized portion should be amended to say, uh, we respectfully request that Supervisor Ronan's office, the mayor's office, or both intervene now, uh, intervene now as the BOA's decision. So, because uh, the previous sentence has been eliminated, so the direct object was no longer there. Um, so that's my my further input. Julie, do you, do you have a record of all the, the comments that are made? And I think I need some, some just clarification on yep. a few. Um, so who, you, Commissioner well, Lemberg would be making the motion. And yes, and I'll work with you on it yeah, afterwards. Yeah, we, we we'll don't talk about to, that. You can, I, it's all on the record. Everything I've wanted to say is on the record. Right. So we can. But for, for the record, since we had a lot of comments, it's my understanding that uh, we want to remove, in the third paragraph on the second page, remove the last two sentences. Uh, in the first sentence in the third paragraph, we want to change district supervisors to city government's response. And then in the fourth paragraph, we want to remove the first two sentences. 
And then the italicized sentence, we want to change it to say, we respectfully request that supervisors or Ronan's office or the mayor's office or both intervene now and move on from that. Yes. And then add an S to Rec and Parks Department on the third page. And I guess I was just slightly unclear with Vice President Lopez's amendment. He wanted to eliminate the reference or the statement which said, there's no known owner of record. And can you specify where? I mean, because at, at the bottom of page oh, yeah. two, it says ambiguous status of, of parcel 36. Can you just clarify? Or I mean, it's in, we don't know, frankly, who, Laura Campbell. We have, we're just taking her word right, for exactly. it. We haven't heard from the assessor's office. So Exactly. I, I, it's, it's in paragraph four that begins first. Three or four lines down, with no no owner of record. Okay, uh, on the of which page? Second page. Uh, uh, second page. Would it address your concern to say of parcel thirty six A because that one doesn't have an owner of record, and we have that on in our record? I mean, that would be confusing. I feel like, but I mean. So do you want to make all references to parcel 36, parcel 36A? No. <laughs> That's or too should confusing. we change it to say it appears that the ownership status is unknown, although that hasn't been conclusively determined? With, We're with, writing this letter under the assumption that it is unknown. Something like that, yeah. Or no um, confirmed owner of record? With an unconfirmed owner, of, with unconfirmed owners of record. Yeah. That, that works for me. Cool. There's also a statement in the first paragraph. Right. Um, and I have a suggested edit, if I may. Yep. Um, Please. The property popularly known as Parcel 36 is an irregularly shaped former railroad right-of-way for which the ownership records are incomplete and include a corporation that dissolved in the 1930s. That sounds great. You get that, Julie? Got that. I'm not going to repeat everything. I think. No. Right. <laughs> um, uh, does Commissioner uh, Trisvina? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, thank you for all those edits. I I only have one uh, differing view, and that is on the on page two, on uh, paragraph four where we have changed it to say um, we respectfully request Supervisor Ronan's and the mayor's office to intervene. I, we're writing to everybody. I think, I think we want everyone to intervene, including the assessor's office and the real estate people. So I would just say we, we respectfully request that your offices intervene now and not single out uh, the mayor or the, or, or the supervisor. I, I would respond to that by saying it does say that in, on page three. Um, and the purpose of the two requests was slightly different uh, between the, the, the first section directed toward Supervisor Ronan and the mayor and the second section uh, directed toward all the other city departments. The, uh, the bottom of the first paragraph on page three does say that as well. Um, well, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure that it's the consensus that we believe the issue should be mediated by Supervisor Ronan, 
sheriff's office, the mayor's office, or both. But we do agree that the matter should be resolved. Um, I, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a fair point that has been made that, in a sense, we are uh, reviving the status of, of, the, uh, of the appellant. Uh, that matter is now resolved as to the, as, and, and it seems we may be giving them greater standing than, than uh, we intend by saying we want them to be part of the mediation. So. Um, I would respond, it's not really about legal standing in this. It's the fact that uh, what other commissioners have talked about, that this is a, an issue of public concern and public safety um, that has increased in hostility. And that's the issue, in my eyes at least, that needs to be resolved um, with the assistance of, of the city departments and, and, and the elected officials. Okay, and so as, as long as, uh, then I would, I would agree with you that the sentence means mediating the dispute. And the fact that it's between the neighborhood group and the adjacent property owners doesn't limit the parties to any kind of mediation. Yes. I mean, I don't think it would have anyway, but I, I'm fine at amending okay. that slightly if, if it would, I don't know. Julie? Well, my, my, my request was to, to just Alex? say uh, we, we respectfully request your offices intervene now. Isn't that what it says? What well, I think he wanted to put in Supervisor Ronan and the mayor's office intervene now, and I was saying everybody needs to intervene. Ju uh, Julie, I got a message from SF. To just move, I, I've just got a message that Zoom might be cut off at 7. Yeah, the SFGov TV said they're going to switch the internet at 7, so if you want to keep going, we'll have to recess until it switches back. To another, I'm yeah. sorry. I, just, I don't yeah. want to stand in the way of anything. I will. I will withdraw my request. No, no. no I'm just saying, if the, we're gonna, if you're going to go past seven, just let me know, and then we I can switch. We got back. In the I, interest if, of resolving this in time, I will withdraw my request and not say anything else. Okay. So we have uh, President Swig. You wanted to add something? Okay. Uh, no, I'm not going to add anything uh, other than to say um, uh, thank you to the uh, the members of the Board of Appeals. Thank you for just going through a, a, a very good process of, with, uh, of civility and collaboration to reach an agreement on this letter. And uh, I hope the example of that civility and collaboration will cross over to the participants in this dispute and in their future behavior. Uh, I would like to uh, call for a motion from Commissioner Lemberg at this point, given that we all understand the letter and you're gonna fix it up with Julie afterwards anyway. So, uh, Julie, can you call the... I, I will in one second. I wanted to address one thing real fast, which was uh, Commissioner Epler's comment about recreation and parks. Um, that <laughs> has been resolved. Uh, they have recently actually changed all of their verbiage to recreation and parks. Uh, it used to be recreation and park, and it no longer is. <laughs> have they changed the city charter yet? I can't answer that question. I, I don't think they have. <laughs> Informally, they refer to themselves as recreation and parks. Well, we'll take um, that under advisement and discuss it. Next we week. can figure that out. I don't think that's too substantive. Yeah. We can it's, resolve it's that after. Um, it's an S. Uh, I move to adopt the letter as amended, uh, as amended here in the hearing tonight. Okay. Uh, on Commissioner Lemberg's motion to adopt the letter as amended, Vice President Lopez. Aye. Commissioner Trisvina? Aye. Commissioner Epler? 
Aye. President Swig. Aye. Okay, so that motion carries 5 to 0, and the letter has been adopted. Thank you all for and that attending this evening. Tonight. Thank you very much. Meeting is adjourned. <laughs>